Tom Oliphant um, graduated by winning the Janetta GT4 Championship in 2015. He then went on to win endless races in the Porsche Carrera Cup with honours, and now he's added a first to his run of graduations. Um, that win at uh, Brands Hatch was uh, very special, wasn't it? It certainly was. Um, it's been a long time coming. Um, you know, ever since my sort of championship win in 2015, it's it's been a hard road to claim another win. Um, I won plenty of Porsche races in, in the Middle East and abroad, but didn't manage to claim any honours in the UK. So, um, so it's uh, yeah, it was a little bit of a shock, really, when I, when I thought back and realised that's my first podium win over the course of the last five years in the UK. So um, it, it meant an awful lot. I thought also it must have been very strange actually not celebrating that victory with tens of thousands of people at the, at the circuit. It was really. Um, to be quite fair, I mean, it, it took a little something away from it. Um, you know, on, on the cool-down lap, it's always very, very special to, um, to see all the fans cheering and waving you on and, and stuff like that. But, you know, during a race, um, nothing feels any different. You know, we're, we're still fully focused on... Um, on, on winning um, and, and then you know afterwards you know the whole team was there all my family um, you know everybody that is normally there to support me personally was still, still able to be a part of it so um, no it still meant an awful lot and the whole paddock and um, everybody else that I've raced against for so long um, was very supportive and congratulatory me so um, no overall a memory I will never forget, and um, although it's slightly different than it would have been if fans were there, it, it, it doesn't take anything away from it. Fantastic stuff. Um, in many ways also, I mean, it's nice to see you in the top three now. You've got Colin leading the championship. Obviously, Ash is there, but you're in third place, and uh, I guess something to build on now as far as the championship is concerned. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, no, it's, it's definitely something to build upon. Um you know, getting that monkey off your back in the first sort of six races of a year is, is really, really positive. Um, I, you know, I, I had some moments of brilliance last year and, and had, got a bit of bad luck or made a few mistakes. And um, it was nice to sort of finally get, get it, not out of the way, but sort of have it achieved. And then I can, I can push forward and, you know, try for, for many, many more. When you've come through from Janetta GT4, which obviously was very much a support race package for the touring cars, you've obviously done your Porsche racing. When you get into the touring car environment, what are you finding different about that particular racing environment? What is it that makes it, or what do you have to do to actually be part and parcel of and succeed in that championship? Well, I think anybody coming into touring cars you know, knows it's going to be a very, very big uphill struggle. Um, you obviously, you know, need to earn your stripes as it is. And it's just a very, very different racing series than anything you will ever sort of have raced before. Um, in not just in the way that, you know, the close battles and, and how the cars are, but but also just in terms of the, the way it's all managed and, and the way you race across a race weekend and, and all the fan activity that normally comes along with it. It's just such a lot to get used to. Um, so it, it took a little bit longer than expected, really. Um, I think everybody underestimates it and also underestimates how, how perfect your race and weekend has to go for you to really achieve 
you know, the race win. Um, you're going up against, you know, drivers like Colin, Ash, uh, Tom Ingram, Dan Kamish, you know, who are, who are at the top of their fields. And, and to, be, to have to beat them, you have to have a lot of things go your way. Um, so, yeah, it was a long, hard struggle, but I felt like every every race meeting I've improved over the last one and, and every single race I've tried to improve over the last. And, and I feel like this year the car's really underneath me. I feel like I'm driving well. Um, I feel like I'm in that sort of top five, top six in every race, um, pace-wise and, and position-wise, and, and I'm, you know, scoring good points. So, um, so fingers crossed um, that can continue and I, and I can put a championship challenge together. Talking to Dan Camish, who you must have raced against in GT4, is that right? I raced against Dan in Porsche, um, Porsche Carrera Cup in the UK. I also raced against him in Porsche Super Cup at a couple of rounds I did. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've known Dan for a little while. We're obviously Redline teammates as well um, for two years. But it's interesting. He was saying the one thing he learned that he hadn't learned when he was doing Porsche Carrera Cup was racecraft. Yeah, I think... Um, I think obviously, you know, in Porsche, Dan was very used to uh, leading from the front. And um, that's always something that I, I was slightly disappointed with in Porsche is, is, is that you qualified and then you raced for where you finished. And you, um, you never really got a good chance to overtake. The cars were so quick around the UK circuits. Um, and I've always been interested in motorsport and my racing career. And the bit I really love is, is the racing. You know, I'm not interested in trying to drive as fast as humanly possible. I'm really interested in you know, getting down and, and dirty and racing with people and, and giving as good as I get and, and having a bit of fun with that. So I um, that was sort of the main reason why I decided to make the switch to touring cars instead of European GT racing. Um, and, and I think that's probably the reason why Dan made the same choice. Um, I think, you know, coming from Porsche, you do a lot of racing in them. So um, qualifying is ever so more important, whereas in touring cars, obviously with the whole weight system, um, you know, it's designed so that drivers are mixing up, they're either falling backwards and struggling or they're moving forward and flourishing. So, um, yeah, it's it's just really, really interesting, exciting, and, and it adds a real big dynamic to the whole thing. Um, and, and obviously there's a lot of people that have been racing that for a long time. You know, obviously Jason Players not in this year, but, you know, he was around the last couple of years. Um, Josh Cook, Tom Ingram, um, drivers that have been doing it a long time. And so, you know, it takes a little while to earn their respect and um, racing at the front. Tarpoli uh, was home, and of course, Tarpoli is the home for Alton Park, um, your local circuit. But um, does that count for an awful lot as far as the touring cars are concerned, it being your local circuit? Not from that point of view, but as far as the circuit's concerned, going from Brands to, to Alton Park, very different sort of platform to racing. No, it is. Um, obviously, it's always nice to go back home and race at my home circuit. You know, I, I grew up there um, and I left for university and um, Alton Park's a big part of the atmosphere around Tarpley and, and the community. Um, you know, I started my racing career in Tarpley High School um, and their, their kart team. And so it's always nice to go back because a lot of the kids that come up and want your autograph are also, you know, students at Tarpley High School and they might be in the karting team. And, and it's nice to sort of, you know, try and show them and inspire them that, you know, somebody can come from starting there and, and make it all the way into touring cars. So, um, so it's always, always holds a special place in my heart. Um, but then everybody always thinks like, you know, you're going to be the best at your home circuit, but, 
you know, the first time I drove Alton Park was was when I was 22 when I when I started car racing. So um, I haven't exactly got a lot of experience around there in comparison to some of the more easy tracks, I suppose, to test on and mm-hmm. and get on like Donington and Snetterton. Um, so it's a difficult old track. It's um, qualifying's everything. It's not very wide. Um, it, it's very much a, a hustle hustle track really it's a bit like Knock Hill in that sense um, it's very different to the first two tracks we've raced at you know Donington and Brands right. are very right. flowing. flowing so um, no, I'm looking I'm forward, forward to it it's going to be a different challenge uh, carrying 48 kilos is going to be difficult but um, but I'm, I'm determined I can qualify within the top 10 and have three good races well of course um, the, the weighted disadvantage you're going to get with the ballast obviously is going to stay with you as long as you're up at the front anyway isn't it yeah, well, you know, it's it's a downside, obviously, carrying a weight, and, it, and it's a new experience for me. Uh, last year, I always seemed to be floating around 10th or 11th, so I never really carried any weight. But this year, being third in the championship, you know, obviously you get a negative going into your next race, and it's something that Colin has a lot of experience with, and, you know, I'm quite grateful for Colin having that experience and also carrying 60 kilos going into it. It should mean that our cars are relatively similar in terms of balance and therefore we can work together to try and find the best setup and you know it's something new that i'm just going to have to really explore um but at the end of the day you know the, the weight is what it is you know i just need to focus on driving the, the best lap i can in qualifying and, and getting the most out of it how do you get the i mean how do you sort of react bearing in mind you know the ballast on the car i mean how do you actually sort of compensate in setting the car up to actually get the best out of the car knowing that you're carrying this extra body basically in the car um well yeah it does change the balance of a car a little bit i mean it doesn't change it as much as you think um it wears the tires a little harder um it makes the car slightly more lazy um but you know that's sort of generally what will happen um when you when you add mass um, it'll, it'll also slow the car down in acceleration a little bit. So you, you do you do notice, especially around Orton Park, out of a hairpin and out of Nickerbrook, um, you'll notice the revs be slightly different when you get to the top of a hill and you'll be changing gears slightly later. But, you know, when you're in quality trim, light fuel load and new tyres, you don't notice the difference too much yourself. Um, you'll obviously just notice it in the lap time. You know, it'll make maybe a tenth or two difference, um, maybe three. You know, carrying that much. But um, in terms of setting up the car, um, you know, we we try not to change the car too much. We want to keep the balance the same. We want to keep that feeling um, that we have with with no weight in. Um, but we just make you know, I suppose incremental changes to to try and get that balance back. Weight. Good, um, good but I'm not going to go into it. Pardon? Goodyear rubber this year. Are you, are you getting any sort of sense of a, of a different feel with the Goodyear tyres as opposed to the Dunlop, or is it very similar? Uh, it's, it's incredibly similar. I mean, obviously, you know, Dunlop and, and Goodyear, you know, work very closely together. They, they are the same company. So, um, you know, although we're running Goodyear branded tyres this year, um, they're incredibly similar to the Dunlops last year. You know, the, the compound hasn't changed much, um, if anything at all, in, in a lot of situations. And, and that, that's, that's good, really, from our point of view. You know, it's always difficult if you're having to learn a new tyre. Um, but ultimately, you know, everybody's in the same boat when we go into qualifying. We're all sticking on brand new tyres and we're all giving it everything. So um, I think, you know, whether you're carrying weight or not or, you know, 
you're running a different setup or anything, you know, you, you just need to maximise every corner and, and see where you fall at the end of it. But as far as the race is concerned, you are racing against Colin, Colin's racing against you, and there is no suggestion of any team orders coming into play at any time. You have the freedom to get on and do what you need to do to win the championship or win races, yeah? Yeah, no, well, at this stage of the season, um, you know, we're absolutely free to, to race as hard as we want. Um, all the team ask is obviously that when you're racing your teammate, you, um, Avoid you don't it. do anything stupid um, and, uh, and and you, you be a little bit more careful. Um, but you, you inherently do that anyway. Um, obviously, you know, if, if one of us, well, as in last year, you know, when, when Colin and AJ were fighting for the championship and I wasn't at the end of the season, then... You know, I was asked to help them out. Um, I towed Colin round Silverstone uh, for qualifying, and um, and obviously at Brands Hatch, you know, I, I was very mindful of not interrupting their title challenge. But um, you know, up until the last race or two, you know, we're absolutely free to do what we want. This this championship is so unpredictable and so across um, the season, um, it's so difficult to be consistent that you you never know whether that one point will make all the difference. So um, we're free to race um, and, and go as hard as we can. Um, but the team just asks, obviously, we don't uh, do not do anything stupid to each other. But, I mean, obviously, it, it would seem to me the points are obviously going to be sometimes more important than actually winning races. Purely have had problems during the season. So the points are going to count for a lot more where you've had a problem than probably or not had a problem where you might have had a problem elsewhere. In other words, you know, you want to win races, but points, as I've said before, points make prizes. We know all about that. But it does, it does come into play, doesn't it, at some point? Yeah, no, well, obviously this year, um, you know, my, my focus has been on being really consistent and always finishing inside the top six. Um, if you average sixth place finish all the way through the season, you're pretty close to winning the championship. So um, so my focus has just been finishing top six as many times as possible. Obviously, claiming the race win, it was a wonderful feeling. Um, but, you know, if you have to take second or you have to take third or you have to take fifth or tenth in a race, because, you know, it's just going against you, then then you have to do that. Race to at Brands, I had a car underneath me that was easily capable of, of finishing inside the top three in that race, but the conditions, the heat, and, and the cars in front of me, I just wasn't able to capitalise on that. Um, so I had to settle for seventh. But sometimes in a championship, you just have to take the points and, and go again in the next race. Um, so my focus is definitely on, on getting as many points as possible. And, and as we saw at Brands Hatch, a lot of top drivers had, a, had mechanical issues and, and felt the conditions a lot. So um, that's obviously going to play against people. So you've got to finish every race as hard as you possibly can. Absolutely. But you're in the right zone at the very moment, this very moment in the season, though, aren't you? You're there in the points. You're in the thir- in third place overall. So you've got everything to play for, but also ultimately as time moves on, you might have everything to lose, of course, mind you. Yeah, well, you know, that's breaking, isn't it? I think um, at the moment, I'm incredibly happy to be top three. Uh, my aim is to be top five in the championship throughout the throughout the season. So I'm achieving that at the moment. Um, and, and we'll see what happens in the next two races. Obviously, you know, we've got six races in, in the space of just over a week. Um, two very challenging tracks. A lot can happen. Um, as we saw last year, there was a big accident in race three at Alton Park. Um, you know, Knock Hill is, is known for being a little bit bumpy and bargy. Um, it's obviously very tight twisty. So 
we're just going to have to see what happens. And if I come out inside the top five of the championship, I'll be very, very happy. I think, you know, the season's very, very long. You can't look at where you are after two race meetings and make a judgment call of where you'll be at the end of the season. You know, what you've got to do is just try and, you know, nobody can take those points away from me. I've got 70 points on my belt. So, you know, the next couple of race meetings, I'm just going to be focusing on trying to get another 70 points. Um, and if I can claim more, I will. And, and if I have to settle for less, then, you know, I'm, I'll have to... Make the right decisions. You will make the right decisions, whatever happens. But West Surrey Racing, Dick Bennett, a lot of success, a, a record to prove that point. Being with West Surrey Racing, from your perspective, is, uh, is the right environment for you to actually uh, do the job, basically, yeah. Yeah, I mean, West Surrey Racing have, have been one of the top teams in touring cars, if not the best team in touring cars, for a, a very, very long time. You know, my my win on Sunday claimed their 300th podium um, in touring cars, so that was a very special moment. You know, I'm I'm now on the list of drivers that have won with West Surrey, um, including the likes of Ayrton Senna, Hakkinen, Barrichello, and Christensen. So it's a really nice feeling um the dynamic within the team is is really really good um you know everybody made me feel incredibly welcome last year i had a lot to learn obviously i have a lot less experience than colin and i have a lot less experience than aj last year but everybody's made me feel very very welcome and everybody's very supportive and i think um i'm just going from strength to strength um and the team are, are definitely helping me do that and, and i've got no doubt in my mind it was the right choice for me to join them two years ago and you know I'll be looking to stay with them for as long as possible Fantastic stuff, can I wish you all the very best at the weekend? Thank you very much, I really appreciate it That's fantastic